Hello, and welcome back to the Raging Robot Partycast. We were gone for a while. We came back. We're uh, currently recording this podcast, racing against a pizza delivery driver. Not in our cars. Um, that's Ryan, and I'm Josh. What's going on? Uh, not a lot, sir. Just yeah. been hanging out, working. Uh, for my birthday, I bought myself a Switch. Nice. So I've been slowly going through Breath of the Wild. It's uh, it's really good. That sounds like good times. Um, I finally got my hands on a Genesis Mini, and it's excellent. I've really enjoyed playing it, um, discovering some stuff on there that I didn't get to play back in the day, as well as some things that I definitely did play a whole lot of back in the day. And, uh, yeah, the daughter really enjoys Toe Jam and Earl, which is hilarious. And uh, other than that, uh, just, you know, Battling demons. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, we got a couple of things that we're going to work on during this show. Uh, for one, Ryan had never seen FLCL before, a.k.a. Fooly Cooly, a.k.a. Footery Cootery, so I made him do that. And we're going to discuss that uh, here in a little bit. We're also going to talk about the ongoing Wednesday Night Wars as of last week, which is the hot new thing in wrestling at the moment. Um, <laughs> I definitely have a bias going in so we'll see how that shakes out and let's see oh uh, ryan was just showing me that uh, the alexa he has you can play a movie trivia game with it and we were doing keanu reeves movies and the question was clearly speed and i answered with the simpsons reference the bus that would not slow down and it still counted it as right <laughs> and i have several questions Eh, you never know, maybe they're just a Simpsons fan, because as I showed him earlier, you can also tell it to uh, play you a hot garbage and it will start playing yeah. Lost Island Boys. Yeah, the Lonely Island. Well, I knew about yeah. that one. That one they did a YouTube video about. Yeah. Uh, any other hot news you want to address? Uh, we did see the trailer for uh, Birds of Prey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. It's a film. It's a film, all right. Someone's uh, putting that on celluloid as we speak. Yeah, it definitely feels like they. This feels like the last of the Snyderverse. Yes, and good riddance. <laughs> yeah. So I guess they had to deal with the fact that after the first movie, a lot of people, I think, had backlash against the fact that. Or at least. And Joker's relationship is abusive, and it always has been. Yeah. So they're gonna let her run free and hang out with characters she doesn't really hang out with. Yeah. <laughs> but it's okay. It's the movies. Like I said, it Who's feels gone? weird. Like, she says it, even says it in the trailer, where, uh... You know what the point of Harley Quinn is, is to serve and shut up. So it's like, why are you keeping the name Harley Quinn? Then? <laughs> if you play the Injustice 2 out of everything that did it really well, they actually did it really well, where she ends up going back to Harlan Quinzel yeah. for that exact reason. Yeah, she's fun in that series. She is. Um, reading that comic series is both fun and simultaneously hot garbage. <laughs> I've never seen one yo-yo quite as hard as that one. Did you ever... Uh, do you remember, uh, like, Gotham City jo Imposters? Yes. That free-to-play game they tried to push? Yes, I do. Did you ever read its companion comic? No. <laughs> I did not know that existed. It is so messed up when you read the companion comic. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to spoil it if you all want to read Just it. Just spoil so... it. Okay. No one cares about this. I know, no one does, but <laughs> it turns out, like, the two sides are created by one guy who's getting revenge because he got Joker gassed, but him and his okay. girlfriend took drugs, which put them into a coma. But Batman only found him. He didn't find his girlfriend, so his girlfriend starved to death outside. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, and so, like, both sides are just heavily drugged up people just fighting each other because this one guy's mad at Batman. And you're like, you hate to see it. This game is super messed up when you read this comic. <laughs> there is zero reason for it to be this 90s and dark. That is certainly in the darkness. Um, I mentioned we're racing the pizza delivery guy. Um, 
depending on whether or not we wrap up this show before he gets here, uh, we might try the Cheez-It pizza on the air. Yeah. Um, there will probably be cuts before and after we do that. I imagine. We're going to see. But, yeah. Um, well, if there is no other business, uh, why don't we get into part one of the podcast, which is me interviewing you about your experience watching that thing I made you watch. <laughs> well, equally, um, it's really good. It's definitely an anime genre that I don't watch a lot. And it's also interesting to see one of the originators of the anime genre, which is the five minutes of lore, 20 minutes of insanity. Five minutes of lore, 20 minutes of insanity. So, <laughs> And I'm not saying like it's five straight minutes of lore. I'm saying it's five minutes of lore broken up in the 30-minute episode, and the rest is straight insanity. Yeah, so the show has a very, very good soundtrack, at which point we're going to take a brief pause and shove some of it in here. Yeah. just a little example of uh basically one of the major points of fully hooli the pillows yeah the pillows are pretty amazing and their music is absolutely steeped throughout the entire series um just about i think almost a complete album plays throughout the whole show which is only about six episodes um but yeah it is a very important series to watch when you're a certain age which ryan wasn't so I was curious to know how that would have gone. Um, it's, uh, it's something. <laughs> it is. So what do you think Fully Kuli is? Um, fondling her pillows and uh, grabbing her cupcakes and whatnot. <laughs> it is one of the penultimate questions it's asked at the very beginning of the series i think it's like the final question like one of the final things asked at the very end of the series of my microphone almost fell <laughs> what it actually is um so you were saying to go back to a little bit of its history this was this was the other thing gynax made after neon genesis evangelion about so right this was afterwards. eva yeah and you can feel Eva's influence in it. Mm -hmm. and you can feel Eva's if you know, you know. And it's not hard to kind of look through it and see it. Yeah. And uh, we'll get into it later. It's with them blowing off steam, quite literally in one yes. part of the thing. They have a giant iron, which is the medical mechanica factory thing. And uh, yeah, it blows off steam. And that's literally what they were doing throughout the show, is just blowing off steam from a very stressful experience they had working on their last show. And yeah, and it's fun. It, I don't mean this in a bad way. It has a classic style. That's a very hand-drawn, animated style, and you can tell that no, they had a lot of fun. It's right on the verge, because things were starting to become digital a little bit after that. I think Excel Saga was one of the first ones that really did it, and that show does not look as good now as a result. Yeah, and there are certain things you can tell our computer yeah, in particular. Uh, tell our computer in the opening, and it later leads into the series, one of the best the jokes, in is in the first episode, the they go into manga form, the first yeah. episode, and they start <laughs> skipping panels, and so... Yeah. Uh, it's on Crunchyroll for free with ads, or it's on Hulu, but it's subtitled. Yeah. And so I watched the first episode subtitled, and that watching, try to watch that in subtitles. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You have to watch the dub this time. Yeah, and so I did. few where you have to. I did go back and watch the dub, and you could see where its influence is, like, where it did actually it point something out to like, me in the second episode that I had entirely missed in the second episode on the uh, subtitles, yeah, on the, which is something uh, very important. Yeah. <laughs> which is something very important. But do we want to try and go over plot or no? Well, but do I don't think we can. <laughs> a girl comes into town on a Vespa. That's about as much plot. She's an alien. She's an alien. 
gonna bring forth some other alien, or she's trying to anyway. And it all involves bringing some stuff out of a kid's head. And it's real horny. Yep. That it is, young boy. That it is, young boy. Another thing, I meant to do this, I completely forgot. Another thing, I got caught up playing for a while, I won't lie. He lives with his grandfather and his. He lives dad in the sub, but I could have sworn in the sub, but the dub. I could have sworn the sub that he was brother. The dub. His dad. His brother exists, but lives in America. America, yeah. As a baseball player, which is a big thing. America, yeah. As a baseball player, which is a big thing. I guess to kind of spoil the series. As he said before, they worked on Eva, and so this is Eva Funner, meaning this is Eva, and so this is Eva puberty, meaning but more geared towards sex puberty. But yeah, pretty much. It's like puberty. it's not yeah, pretty much outright it's like horny on Maine as some things are. Horny on Maine, and you never really get you know are. straight up lewd in and the show. You never really get you but, know, straight up lewd uh, in the show. It's it's, it's but, in there. It's it's, uh, it's clearly a series about yeah. a boy sexually awakening. It's clearly a series <laughs> yes, about a boy thanks to some awakening. space girl. girl. Yes, this other girl who was his brother's ex, who is also homeless now. Yeah, who's also homeless now. Likes to start yeah. fires with her and cool robot friends. Likes to start fires. Maybe. With her cool robot <laughs> Either she likes to start fires Maybe. or she just hangs out near Either fires. She likes to start it's fires never actually applied. Out near fires. Outright stated which like I think it's I even said setting fires at some point. Like, I think it's maybe it was just in the game she was playing. She's playing the game. And it's never like I think it's actually purposely left ambiguity. I think it's actually left ambiguity. cuz you see her Next to the fire with a ring her of lighters next around to the her fire with head. a ring of lighters. But she's also going back to a place of great importance. But she's also going back to a place of great importance. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. But anyway, so it's a show. It's a show. Yeah. So it's clear. It's a show. She still has feelings for the brother. She still has feelings, and so she clearly uses the younger one as a proxy for him. Clearly uses the younger one and keeps pushing on him and yeah, and rubbing on him and doing various things. You can tell that doing um, various things. You can tell that um, the brother is sending home letters that I think are supposed to be going home to letters that Mimi, I think are supposed to be and going they're not to because Mimi. and they're not for one. I think Takun likes the attention. For one, at that I age, think Takun likes the attention. At it that age. was addressed at some point but that he has like a new girlfriend in America. Yeah, he has like a new girlfriend and yeah, he has a blonde she, girlfriend. He's just like and never told her that. She, he's and just I like, assume she probably can't get male considering. And I assume she probably can't get male considering. It's never really explained where her parents are or anything. It's never really explained where her parents are or anything. Well, that's the thing is completely missed it. She. Well, that's the thing is. She's, she's or we know that is she actually homeless? It's again another thing that's that, like is she actually homeless? She, like as weird as she is, she may just like hanging out. Like as weird as she is, she may just like hanging out. Yeah, it's possible. Just because. Yeah, it's possible. Definitely got a DIY thing going on. Definitely got a DIY thing going on. So let me think. So let me think. Do you have a favorite scene or sequence that you witnessed throughout the show? Do you have a favorite scene or sequence that you witnessed throughout the show? The manga seems the, really cool, yeah. and then it does the have one of my really favorite cool. fourth wall yeah. breaks, and then where they it try and go back to the manga scene where they try and go back to the manga scene. We don't have the time or money to do this. We don't have the time or money to do this. They told us not to, but we thought we could. They told us not to, but we thought we could. But man, there there's another scene in the first one where there's another scene in the first one where they have like the freeze frame. And they show they them have like, like to a bus frame. Man. Freeze frames are so and they hard show them, like, to do. To a bus you man. have to hold your breath. So hard to do. You have to hold your breath. Just talking. You guys were acting. So there are quite a few good fourth wall breaks. So there are quite a few Overall, good like, fourth wall breaks. Yeah, it's a very good told Overall, story. Like, yeah, it's a very good. It's told a very good told story that we can't decipher. It's a very good told story that we can't. You can't decipher. You can decipher enough. Yeah, you can't decipher. You can't decipher enough. Yeah, he keeps getting pushed on, obviously. Push more toward he keeps getting pushed on. When push more toward his brother's girlfriend, a new girl rocks the alien. An older girl, a brand new girl rocks the town. An older girl. It's just weird how like a lot of beautiful colors and noise for about 
beautiful colors episodes. and noise for yeah. about and by five the or six end, episodes. like when it's all yeah. said and done, it's and like by oh, the end, I feel like things. when it's all said and done, it's like oh, it's, I'm it weirdly things. gets you in like an emotional headspace. It weirdly the, gets you in like a couple of emotional headspace. Last episode, last couple. It definitely does, and you see little snippets of it. It definitely does, and you see the girl, his brother's girlfriend, drinks lemonade. The girl, his brother's girlfriend, drinks sour lemonade, which he doesn't like. and she always drinks a sour one, which he doesn't like. I don't know if it's lemonade. It may not be lemonade, but yeah. Some Japanese drink, but she drinks a sour one. Some Japanese drink, but she drinks a sour one, which. And by the end of the series, and you keep seeing different people tell him. By the end of the series, and you keep seeing different people tell him different things. You don't like the sour ones. Why are you drinking a sour one? You don't like the sour ones. Why are you drinking a sour one? And these different things trying to be like the different people, and these different things trying to be like the different people, and then like one of the last scenes of the show is him drinking. From what I understand, the sour drink that he bought himself. From what I understand, the sour drink thing in Japan is a maturity thing to where you switch over to that. Maturity. Yeah. That you switch over to that. You remember Victor like, tried um, the canned boss coffee before? You remember Victor like, tried the canned boss sucks. coffee before? And I, was like, <laughs> I do not like this. This sucks. <laughs> I do not I do like coffee. And I like most. Which is weird because I do like coffee. Japan, and maybe I like we just got a bad flavor or something. Japan, it was basically maybe we just got like a bad flavor or something. Coffee. But it was basically just well, like. I about to say that's weird because if I remember correctly, the big thing about boss. I about to say that's weird because if I remember correctly, the big thing about boss is that's the one we got was definitely not. No, the one so we got that was it. Then. Definitely yeah. not. Maybe so, like so maybe that was it. Then. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it had like expired chemicals in it. Maybe Asian store um, and we got it from some time. Asian store yeah, and Little Rock at the did time. Did not have a lot of merch for this yeah, series. Uh, they had shirts. Did not have a lot of merch for this series. They had shirts and the manga like kits. That was pretty much all you could get. There may be like mall kits figurines. Not like high end ones. Little collectible figurines. Not like this point. High end ones, but just like little gotcha ones at this point. Well, no. As I said, yeah, I think this is um, kind of. Well, no. As I said, I think this is kind of anime history. Yeah, it cemented its place in anime history. It is. Yeah, 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 it is. Everyone was and just so licensing whatever like was Cowboy cheap. Bebop, which blew and up so huge. we got things like Cowboy like, Bebop, which blew up huge and, awesome and are like work and everything. They're amazing. They're awesome pieces of work and everything. Merit full of you know, but just we're not popular artistic in their merit. home country for whatever reason. But just we're not popular in their home country amazing for whatever jazz reason. Amazing soundtrack. At least yeah. I know that. Amazing jazz actually. soundtrack. At least yeah. I know that, but I've never actually. I've heard a lot of the soundtrack. I've never watched it. It's. Probably going to be the next one. We're going to have to definitely milk more out of that one. We're going to have to definitely milk more out of that one. I think we have less to say about FLC. No, not necessarily. No, not necessarily. But like said, yeah, uh, and you see the various changes. Like I said, that he's going and you see through. the and various saying, changes. One of the things that, that he's missed going was, through, and that's what I was saying. Yeah. One it's of the things that I missed was the brother's It's clear that he likes, yeah, even though she's just the brother's him girlfriend. Yeah, he says it. She's just using him, and that's what I was about to say. He says it actually at the end, and that's what I was about to say. I missed that watching the original dub. He's like, I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna be there for talking. Emotional moment. And you know, touch it's, point it's in an emotional moment, moment, and it's a big um, touch point in the series so as a whole. He goes throughout the series, um, and that sort of thing so is this awkwardness. He goes throughout the series, and that sort like, of thing is this awkwardness. Another girl he's literally, him. like, and to the another point girl that the alien power points out, and to the point that the alien power points out that the other girl likes him, and he doesn't see it. Yeah, the most realistic part of that is the most realistic. The third episode, yeah, it's the third episode, and he doesn't so like. The and other girl likes him, and he doesn't see it. And he, the alien, literally gives him cat ears because she wants him to be in a play, to be in Puss in Boots. I've never actually heard the fairy tale. I was about to say, like, I've never actually heard the fairy tale. Have you? Think of it, but all I can think about is Shrek. Yeah, that's my thing. Think of it, but all I can think about is Shrek too. Yeah, that's my thing. Is my brain automatically goes to Shrek too? And it's wrong. That's a fantastic film. Which is don't get me wrong. That's a fantastic film. There is a Puss in Boots Nintendo game. Okay, is there? It's on there. Apparently, a thing. Okay. Well, it's kind of like what is it? Jack and the Giant Killer versus Jack and the Beanstalk. Here in the West, we only basically know Jack and the Beanstalk, but Jack and the Giant Killer is a completely different story. How does that tie into the Green Giant canned food universe overall? It's green I don't know because the protector of hidden <laughs> it's valley. It's green giant. The uh, protector of hidden valley. Swamp thing at all. 
I don't know. Do you think he's related to no, Swamp Thing at all? No, but I guarantee you that Swamp Thing can probably control him. No, so but I guarantee you that Swamp Thing can probably control him, seeing as yeah, Swamp Thing can't control nature. Exactly. You know? Swamp Thing is great. Apparently not the series, but... Apparently not the series, but... I want to watch that so bad, because I love Swamp Thing. He doesn't get the respect he deserves. Yeah, apparently that was immediately canceled. We talked about that several episodes ago. Uh, uh, quick Zombieland little sidebar here. This week or next week? Uh, Zombieland Two, I think it's out this week or it next week. It's coming out. To find that pilot now. It is impossible to find that pilot like now. Amazon <laughs> buried the crap. Like out of Amazon buried pilot. the crap out of that Zombieland yeah. TV show yeah. pilot. That's wild. Yeah. And so, for those that don't know, Amazon made a pilot because Zombieland was shot as a TV show originally, which I didn't know, or was written as a TV show. So he tried to go back and make the TV show, and the fans rejected it because, well, when you have such a Hollywood cast, yeah. I can't so imagine that with different people. people in it. Yeah, and so it did not work. And like the creator actually got mad. So which is why I'm surprised they made yet. the second yeah, one. Just, but like when yeah. I tell people, like, tanned it over yet? Yeah, it's just yeah, like when I tell yeah. people, like it was my yeah, my man. Best I can tell that pilot no longer exists in any way, shape, or form. So are you ready to try this weird cheese it thing before it gets stone cold, Steve Austin? Yeah, we uh. Yeah, the pizza got here while we're paused, so we're gonna pause again because I know certain people have a thing with chewing. So we tried that cheese at pizza. Okay, we tried that cheese at pizza, and I feel like years have just been taken yeah, off of my life. It's not bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's not bad. Um, no, it's not bad at all. It's just like, well, I definitely hate that, and uh, there goes one more. <laughs> hey, to make a rib earlier today, so I've probably taken two. Oh, oh no. <laughs> But yeah, you suggested to break out some Cheez Its and try it, and uh, it did not no, taste like actual Cheez Its. Like no, bad. that's kind of what I felt like. The crust is not <laughs> bad. Uh, I don't actually like cheese all that much, and so like the combined strength of like the three different cheeses is a bit too cheesy for my own personal yeah. taste. But that's on me. We got the pepperoni. And cheese stuffed one, and it's a lot more diminutive than you think it's going to be. They they only give you like four. It's basically a snack, but yeah. Um, overall, definitely not the worst chain food thing I've ever eaten. No, and probably definitely not the worst thing. At least for the five years when I was at Pizza Hut, I had worse. Uh, worst thing at Pizza Hut, probably the sandwiches. Probably that. Yeah, unless the employees do it, because we could do it correctly. But then, uh. Well before you were there, we had a thing called crispy crust pizza, which was just dried out crust with Parmesan on it. And I'm like, what's the point of this? We would tell customers not to order it. Yeah. I would tell them not to order the sandwiches off the menu just because, like, none of them are good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, well, we just tried that, and uh, it was okay. <laughs> Half a thumb up. Yeah. It could have been worse. It definitely could have been worse. So, uh, it's currently Wednesday. I hear there's an important wrestling war going on right now. So do I. Do you want to cue up that theme? Yeah, we can. Okay, I think that's good. Yeah, so there's a new wrestling war on Wednesday nights, which uh, feels pretty weird. <laughs> We're bringing you a little bit of nostalgia with the theme to Raw's War, um, as was the style of the time in the Attitude Era. And uh, now Wednesday nights we have Cody Rhodes' baby, um, AEW, and Triple H's baby, NXT, head-to-head. 
And uh, what did you think about the first night? Uh, they were both really good. Um, to say it, NXT, it's weird comparing the two because uh, AW Dynamite, I don't particularly care for that name, but whatever. I like it. Uh, they had the better overarching show, and that's the thing, is they feel like a show. Yeah, they're, uh, I found more pleasant to watch overall. The the time feels like it moves faster, if that makes sense. Yeah, and that's the thing, like I said, they're an actual show compared to WWE, which is, well, more or less a showcase. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I will say it, uh, they had the better matches on there, at least some of them. Yeah, some were pretty decent. Compared to some a few of the matches on AEW. AEW was the better overall show, but the better overall wrestling was on NXT, and I think that may continue, and that's sort of the thing that we're going to see. Yeah. They have a lot of good on AEW, but truth is they have a total of about eight wrestlers and developmental talent. Yeah, but all of them are particularly talented. Yeah, they are all really good. But they're all just like, there are certain things, and you can see it when you look at certain things. The Riho versus Nyla Rose match. There were a few sloppy moments in there. Yeah, they're working on making new people, basically. Uh, yeah. You gotta do. Yeah, you do. Um, Who's their big Latin heel, uh? MJL? MJF? MJF, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize he was... <laughs> I think he's supposed to be... Anyways, uh... I thought he was just like a... I'm better than privilege you. Privilege guy. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's a privilege... Well, you see a lot, and yeah. the privilege is a huge thing down in Mexico, but, uh... Like, he tried cutting a promo versus a guy that doesn't have a gimmick, best I can tell. He likes tabletop games. Yeah, he likes D and D, and like, is, is that it? Is that his whole gimmick? That, that was exactly what I said. You confused is is this is this what we're doing with this guy? He accidentally like cut the working man promo for that guy. Yeah. And like, it did not work at all. And that thing is, he is he is hateable, and he is a good heel. But again, you have small little snippets you see like that, where it's like you are coming out of the oven but you need yeah. time to set you're coming out of the oven but you need time to set and like i said they're an actual show and that's the issue comparing them with nxt is nxt is about the wrestling yeah i think about it like this and it's the first hour of nitro was generally for cruiserweights and luchadors and they all generally put on the best matches of the night and that's AEW's entire roster <laughs> just about so i think their wrestling will continue to be enjoyable to watch um fairly consistent anyway and i feel like they did a better job of structuring for time during matches there were some hiccups here and there but i like wrestling but i i love new japan pro wrestling i've enjoyed nxt some of their matches, like, I feel like are still going on in some other universe. Like, I feel like there's nothing wrong with doing what you need to do in about 8 to 15 minutes. Yeah, that's definitely something we saw in the final match. Uh, what's the heel team right now in NXT? Oh, God, I've completely forgotten their name. Um, Adam Cole's Adam Cole team. and... The tag team match versus yeah. the Street Profits. But anyways, um, it's a heel's job to slow down a match. And so that's yeah. why you see the baby face getting dragged into the heel corner. And that was sort of my thing is it's the reason that I don't didn't like that match as much. Like, this is classic tag team wrestling. As I said, I know it's a heel's job to do this. Yeah, but... but I think that corner beat down was probably five to six minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> And nothing. Like, five to six minutes long of a beatdown, and then nothing. And that was sort of my thing, is I'm like... Like, I was watching... I invited friends over, so I was watching AEW with another friend. 
And like I said, the Adam Cole Matt Riddle match was the match of that night. But what are they called? Um, I would say for me, the run-in with John Boxley was probably the highlight of the night for me. And that was definitely cool. The only issue is it was slightly whiffed at the very end, and Jr. tried to save it, but he really couldn't. Which is, it was really cool because he picks up Kenny Omega and he puts him through a glass table, which we haven't, you would never see in WWE in probably like twenty years or so since Steve Austin. Uh, they are called the Undisputed Era. The Undisputed Era, yeah. Um, yeah, it was like as soon as I saw the glass coffee table, I'm like, there ain't no way he's putting him through that glass coffee table, and then it just completely shatters, and I'm like. Okay, well, my expectations have been completely subverted. <laughs> that was <Yeah>. cool. <laughs> it was really cool. The only issue is he put Kenny's head through the coffee table and took most of the coffee table himself. Well, I mean, his moves a DDT. You're supposed to plant the head, so it's yeah, fine. No, I know. <laughs> yeah, that was really cool. I'd, if you're gonna put somebody through some glass, I'd rather you mostly be on your butt while you do, do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, even if it's sugar glass, I'm pretty sure that can still cut you pretty bad. No, it can. But um, yeah, um, that one was really cool. Uh, what were the other ones that were cool? Or, I know, like I said, uh, seeing the Young Bucks be the Young Bucks is cool. That's a, oh yeah. another small point is we're going to see how often the Young Bucks can be. Well, the Young Bucks before it gets a bit stale. Yeah. And thirdly, just Cody's the man with the pencil, and he's currently booking himself like it. And it's like, dude, that's how John Cena was created. You need to be careful. I appreciate that he goes away. Yeah. Like, he does his match, and he's out, (laughs) pretty much. So, I don't necessarily, at this moment in time, feel like he'll be oversaturated, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, what, What is his real name? Jake Hager or something? Who ran out at the end? Yeah. The, the former Jack Swagger? Yeah. Uh, Jake Hager, yeah. Did not realize he was as huge as he is compared to everybody else in the ring. Well, it may be also just that he's bulked up since MMA. Yeah. Like, he looked like he was seven feet tall, and I looked it up, and he is 6'6". Six, six. So he's an inch taller than I am, which does not feel right. Yeah, it was an interesting run, and that was the weirdest thing is to see him just... Run in and be like, hey, really? <laughs> yeah, surprise. <laughs> hey, okay. <laughs> um, You were... Looked like a beast, though. Yeah, you, you looked like a beast. You look really like... cool. Hopefully this will be another thing where you leave WWE and you get better because in WWE you were a low-level jobber, basically. Yeah. I mean, he was okay. I don't necessarily know if I ever saw him put on a bad match, but... He wasn't the best on the mic, for sure. <laughs> no, and him winning King of the Ring, the last one they did at Mania, I believe, right? Or did they do the one yeah, next yeah. year, too? And then the time where he was on the ladder forever! Ever. <laughs> yeah, that was the first WrestleMania I ever watched. <laughs> and just... <laughs> Somewhere in purgatory, he is still trying to get that <laughs> briefcase down, because he was on that ladder for like a good minute trying to get the briefcase down. And I know Vince that had McMahon. to be uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Vince McMahon is still slowly getting <laughs> beat up by the Hart family. <laughs> extremely, extremely slowly. Oh, is, is this still going on? <laughs> I feel like that's going to be hell for Vince. He's just very slowly getting power-bound onto the floor very slowly. Brett is very slowly bringing up a chair. <laughs> but no. Uh, so, uh, I saw some of SmackDown. I know this isn't related to Wednesday, but I do want to talk about it. I feel like I got monkey's pod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because. And I guess, well, strike while the iron's hot, though, by the time people listen to this, it'll be old history. But yeah, you saw SmackDown and then something happened on Sunday also, but I'll okay. start SmackDown. So, Cain Velasquez is in wrestling now, and he's already had that match in Lucha, which was cool. Um, I expected this would be coming for a while after knowing that he's been training at the Performance Center and his last UFC fight uh, did not go well for him. I felt like it shouldn't have been stopped on it was, but I'm by no means an expert on that subject, but I felt like he wasn't out when they called it. 
because he seemed to be of that same opinion when they called it. But yeah, uh, I wanted Kane in AEW just because the whole thing is, oh, well, we've got Brock Lesnar and he was one time UFC champion and we made him. It's like, well, why don't you guys take Kane, the man who beat Brock Lesnar, and make him like your attraction for that sort of role? Um, I'm not saying I want a champion who's got the belt and frequently not there, <laughs> like Brock Lesnar is. But if you wanted that sort of MMA enforcer role, legit tough guy, I felt like he would have been a good fit for it. And that maybe wanted to going for with Hager, but yeah. But uh, he went to WWE, and apparently uh, he's going to be fighting Lesnar at that uh, Saudi Arabia show that I don't really want to watch <laughs> that no one watches <laughs> yeah. uh did you do you ever watch american dad yes but i haven't seen any of the new stuff in a while did you ever see the episode where steve goes back to school the bully or stan the dad goes back to school to bully his son steve into being a better person no <laughs> in the end he's like you gotta be a man and so on monday night raw it was going to be Rey Mysterio versus uh, Seth Rollins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a reason people are saying that right now. But uh, it was going to be Mysterio versus Rollins for the belt. But then he came out, or Brock came out and just destroyed Rey and destroyed Dominic. Dominic's good at selling. Give him that so far. So what have happened if Eddie was still around. Yeah, yeah. If Eddie was actually the dad, this would have never happened. Eddie would have fought back. Eddie won. But now, uh, so that's the thing is like, Kane came out with Rey Mysterio. Yeah. And, and so if you watch uh, <clears throat> American Dad in that episode, that's the end of the episode, is Steve pays Stan's old bully to come back and beat up his. And beat up Stan for him. And it's, it's like that legitimately felt that his Ray went and got Brock's old bully to come back and beat up Brock Lesnar for him. That's pretty good. <laughs> if you see it, it legitimately is basically a mirrored storyline to it. But. That's pretty funny. It is. When you look at it. But, anyways, uh, so prior to that. The monkey paw is, we had Kofi Kingston, who was actually a really good, strong babyface uh, run. Yeah. He was in the height of his career, probably one of the strongest babyfaces run ever for any single component, because as I said, babyfaces don't typically get to be strong when they're yeah. doing their thing. They typically have to be the ones to overcome, so typically they lose. Yeah. But Im Kofi never did. Important win, wrestling historic yeah. wise. Very important. Uh, one of the first WWE African American. Um, probably. I mean, I know The Rock would have to count. Yeah. But I was thinking around Simmons, but I think he was NWA and WCW champion. So yeah. Yeah, same thing with Booker, where it was WCW for the five times. Well, right. He was later a WWE champion as well. I think. But yeah. So, yeah. Uh, very important. And again. But there have not been many. Yeah, they're, <laughs> sadly, <laughs> it's a very short list. But, yeah, uh, he faced Brock Lesnar, and unfortunately, if it's not a pay-per-view, Brock's not going to put on a match, so. Yeah. I uh, I am honestly surprised he held on to the belt as long as he did. Yeah. Which I was thankful for, but. <laughs> yeah, so he got squashed uh, 18 seconds, I believe. Or was it seven? That sucks. And it, it was under a minute. It was... He jumped at him, caught him, 1F5, and it... Jesus. Uh, like I said, it sucks that he got squashed. Sophie des Kofi deserved better. And Yeah, he did. It's tough to say because people are saying they deserve a competitive match, but I mean... Did we want to see a competitive Brock match? Did we want to see Kofi kick the legs a bunch and Brock eventually just pick up Kofi and suplex him ten times before the F5? Mm. I mean, it would have been a bit better if he got a bit more beat up so at least it was stronger looking instead of just one F5. Yeah. 
but 90% of matches are ended by just one F5. Yes, Rollins kicked out at one or two, but that's just because Rollins is supposed to be stronger, and it sucks. That's all that CrossFit he does. Yeah. <laughs> he has his own CrossFit. Of course he does. But yeah, it sucks that it happened. No one liked that, but... <laughs> Everyone it, hated that. that. Yeah. It did. There's nothing much we can say about it. So I'm going to keep watching the other show on Wednesdays. Um, so... That's where I am right now. Also, yeah. I hear the NWA show that's on YouTube is very good. Okay. So uh, that might be worth checking out at some point. That's uh, the one Billy Corgan's running. And he does it with the old school style TV studio, like the wrestling on TBS used to run out of. Yeah. And it has a very authentic look for the time period they're going for. So I'm like, ah, this is That's cool. cool. Uh, one of the things I did notice and like about, uh, and I was pointing out to my friends about AEW, is... They have the uh, the split locker room. Yeah, the very well the old Impact Zone for TNA used to do that as well, and I always thought that was a cool detail. But it would have a f- clear difference between where the heels and faces Zara, were supposed to come out. Yeah, it's a very territory thing to do. Yeah, but anyway, like so to fast forward a bit, and basically the reason that for now AEW is going to be winning for probably about the next month until it blows over uh, it, yeah, it's hard to say because the NXT lawyer are very loyal to it but they really handed them that W yeah they really did uh, so they had a pay-per-view on Sunday yeah they did Hell in a Cell and in all honesty it was weird they were concentrating so hard on Fox that they forgot to book this show yeah. So, like, these matches were literally announced the afternoon before. <laughs> Other than, like, three matches. And so, well, it felt yeah. like it, but the thing is... Probably should. They did it, though, to give them their credit. They sat there, and they booked their little hearts out, and they were decent matches, at least. Until one. Yeah, um... Assuming we're to the main event by this point. Yeah. I mean, uh, Bailey versus Charlotte was cool. Uh, Sasha versus uh, God, who Becky fight? Okay. was cool. A very good Hell in a Cell. Uh, I'm interested to see where Bailey's character goes from here. I liked that they made the cage part of the cell red this year, so it's super hard to see in. Yeah, the red last year. So too, than it is. I didn't know it was red last year, too. Uh, yeah. But uh, to go back to a minute for the Sasha thing, I don't know. As much as I love Becky, and yes, she's the biggest star, so yes, she should hold the belt. At the exact same time, I'm just sitting here going, yeah. you need a foil. Stone Cold had Vince McMahon, and that's the reason Stone Cold worked. Yep. Sasha was the closest you had to foil. It's the same thing with NXT and Shayna Baszler, which is who's going to beat Shayna Baszler at this point in time, because... She's already killed every competitor yeah. that could have beat her. Yeah. But, uh... I'm yeah. all in favor of pushing Sasha Banks. <laughs> I think Sasha probably should have taken the belt there, but she probably will the next one. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But to get back to the main event, Do The Fiend. <laughs> I know. So, The Fiend is, the past few months, probably the best thing about WWE right now. Yeah, it's been enjoyable-ish. Uh, Bray Wyatt debuted a new character, The Fiend, and he did it through a children's show. Yeah, he's like a kid's YouTube star, as I think we said yeah. <laughs> months ago. Uh, that, that was kind of the vibe of the show they were doing, and it was like he was the most cursed like kid's YouTube personality ever. Literally cursed. <laughs> and so what started to happen is... Uh, the Fiend's been slowly just tearing through. He defeated uh, Bray Wyatt and sent... Or not, he did <laughs> Technically, he did defeat Bray Wyatt. It was a hell of a match. <laughs> a hell of a match in his mind, and I get to you, Bray will probably say it that way. But uh, he defeated Finn Balor, sent him down to NXT, because Finn actually came out for NXT. Yeah. And is now back in NXT, which is probably the best place for him right now. But uh, I wanted a bullet gold reunion. But it wasn't to be. <laughs> no. So he went back down there, uh, and he's been slowly coming out, and every single time there's a legend on TV, 
He's been coming out and he's just been defeating legends one by one using the Mandible Claw. And he's been super mysterious. And like I said, they finally booked the match because that's what the fans wanted. We get to the match. It's a decent match. Uh, it's going really cool. Uh, until at a certain point in time, Seth Rollins just takes over. Yeah. And starts dominating him. But that's the thing is, I think if the original, in, what I believe in all honesty, if the original ending, I don't think Seth Rollins dominating him would have been as big of a deal. No. But because of the ending we get, it turned into a big deal. Yeah. And so, so the match happened. Yeah. Oh, by the way. This match was in red light the whole entire time. Yeah. You remember that classic Hell in a Cell when um, Undertaker threw Mankind off the roof and then got DQ'd? You don't, because there's no DQ in Hell in a Cell. Well, in his defense, it technically wasn't a DQ. <laughs> it was technically referee stoppage. But, yeah, so the second year in a row, Hell in a Cell ended in a DQ because... Uh, he yanked, Seth yanked out the hammer like Triple H. He had a giant pile of chairs and broken tables on Bray and hit the top and the ref called it. And so, yeah, it was just, it was a terrible ending. And like I said, for the next month, at least I guarantee you that AEW is winning. I mean, they obliterated everything but baseball on their debut night. So yeah. we'll have to see how it goes tonight. But that shocked the hell out of me, reading that the next day. But yeah, so I don't know if I necessarily agree with some of the reactions. I don't think this kills, like I don't think this is a Nexus level burying, like some people are saying, like Bray can come back from this. Yeah, it was just, it was a bad, like I'm not, it was a frustrating bad ending. And to me, this screams, I think, one of the very first signs that we're going to see of WWE is back on network. And so I think what we just saw is a network executive that most likely looked at a list of people, saw Bray Wyatt next to it, The Fiend, and said, (laughs) I don't want that, and threw it away. Saw how popular Bray Wyatt was on Friday and went, I want that. Give it to me. (laughs) And that's probably what forced the ending, because Bray popped back out of the chairs and mandibled Seth after yeah, after everything went down, and I would say that was most likely meant to be the real ending. I would say so. I just like that the closing shot of Hell in a Cell, if you have on closed caption, was apparently just a black screen and the caption of crowd booing. booing yeah. <laughs> no, he was getting, uh, they chunked trash at him as he was leaving the ring. And so, they didn't address it at all on Monday? Of course not. So, we're going to see how it goes. It's weird. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, I didn't check out Raw yet. I have AEW and NXT recording right now, though I think NXT is over. But... Mm, They're probably still running. Didn't they add another hour? I don't know if that's permanent, though. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. But, uh... Yeah, like I said, it's it was a bad ending. AEW is definitely going to win for about a month because of it. Uh, we're still going to see, um, like I said, how many wrestlers work in AEW. Uh, they're doing a tag team tournament. Yeah, and they have their dark show on YouTube where all the dark matches that get recorded are going to be aired every Tuesday. So. Yeah. Um, Orange Cassidy apparently actually made his debut there already. He did not wrestle, which is fitting. <laughs> he just sat on the side. No, uh, he was going to rescue the best friends, and he got in the attacker's face. I think it was someone in SoCal Uncensored. I don't quite remember. And he puts up his hands like he's going to do something, and then he just shoves them in his pockets. <laughs> uh, do you remember who... Uh... Uh, SoCal Censored. Who is it? It is Christopher Daniels, uh, Frankie Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky. It's Scorpio Sky that, uh, was he the one doing the Barack Obama? Yes. My good lord, he is dead on. 
Like, yeah. You could do voiceover work, man, if the wrestling doesn't work out, because that was the most dead on opponent pressure. I'm like, wow. That is just out of nowhere, is they had Scorpio Sky standing, because they're in Washington, D.C., pretending yeah. to be Barack Obama, and I'm like, good lord, that is dead on, man. Good on you. Yeah, it was funny because it's like, I don't necessarily know if this is a good segment because that's not our president at the moment. Yeah. But I understand them going ahead and doing it just on the basis of that being a really impressive Yeah. <laughs> that is like someone hearing him just like, we gotta figure out a way to work this in this show because we're in Washington, D.C. Yeah. <laughs> Surprised they didn't take any shots since uh, Trump and WWE are such good friends, but I would've. <laughs> they probably would've, but uh I frequently do on the show. Instead, we um, got Kevin Smith, but... Oh, yeah, Kevin Smith was there. Kevin Smith looks like a different man. He does, since losing the weight and good on him. so small. And, I mean, that's not a thing wrong with that. I'm glad that he's in a lot healthier of a place right now, but I just look at him like, I don't My brain does not know who this is. <laughs> yeah, anymore. Yeah. Um, man, what was I going to say? Uh, so how long? Here's another question, though. Okay. How like how long do you think that a uh, big twenty four timer that's over Chris Jericho's head right now, the big twenty four style show countdown, deet, deet, <laughs> before he goes back to Fozzie? What do you think? Two years? A year? Mm, uh, he's doing something that I assume he likes, and he probably has a sweetheart deal. And so I would give him maybe a year and a half. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. It's the only issue. Like, as much as I love Chris Jericho, it is another thing where it's like, you are, you're not full-time, but you're not a part-timer. You are in between. Yeah, I feel like he looked younger and yet somehow old. Yeah. <laughs> it was really that's weird. Thing. And I will also say it, uh, Dean Ambrose slash... Moxley. Yeah. You uh, let yourself go a little bit there since you left WWE, but you were a bit more built up towards the end of WWE than you are. I'm just like, man, he's a brawler. It don't matter. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, it doesn't matter. His style is to throw you into a wall repeatedly. If you're going to do crazy bumps, you may as well have some stuff on you. Yeah. Um, Anyone on the... Any others on the roster you want to look out for? I mean, my boy Orange Cassidy all day. Yeah. That man is my hero. Did you see uh, Randy Orton <laughs> actually said that, uh, well, I guess Randy Orton streams on Twitch now. He does Call of Duty. It doesn't su- surprise me, but, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, up, up, down, down, change the landscape. Are we going to talk about this? The well, fact no. that Randy Orton said the N-word? No. Okay. Well, I already said it. So Randy Orton apparently said the N-word on stream. Maybe. Um, yeah. Uh, don't do that. <laughs> but what were you going to talk about? Uh, he, he talked about that he just really liked uh, NXT. Oh, yeah. Or not NXT, that he really liked the AEW. He's like, it felt like a really big show. Yeah. Um, he's one that I could honestly see at some point jumping. If they continue on the path that they're on right now. Yeah. It's, I will also say one thing, which is, I don't know if it was either scalpers buying the tickets and then not selling them. I heard someone online say that uh, they put out more chairs and try to sell more tickets and they couldn't sell more tickets in time. Yeah. But that was a kind of empty arena for sold out show. Yeah. Um, that, I don't know what the deal is. Yeah, neither do look, I. Cause it like consistently look full on camera. It did, but then you would go sweep shots, and you could see all the empty seats during the sweeps. And I'm yeah. like, all right, guys, you did a really good job feeling the hard cam side and making the bottom look full. Stop doing sweeps, man. <laughs> you don't. You clearly do not have enough. Like, even WWE knows better than to do sweep shots when there's empty seats behind yeah. them. Yeah. Uh... But, like I said, it's a good league. It's really exciting to see them try. I'm going to be watching for the next few weeks, so sure you will be too. Oh yeah, for sure. I'll be there for the duration of things. 
they're coming to Dallas, maybe. I'm not. like, I like that, but I don't want to go to Dallas. Dallas yeah. <laughs> maybe they'll come down to Austin. Doubt it, but. I'd be okay with that. Well, I mean, they can come here. We're a wrestling town. I know. So. And I know, I know uh, Ring of Honor runs big things, and that's why. I am so glad we have AEW now, so I never have to think about Ring of Honor again. Yeah. Ring of Honor being natively owned by a propaganda front for the Trump administration (laughs) is something that I was not a fan of. Um, But yeah. Uh, There was something that was on my mind, and now it's completely just bled out of the side of my head. And that really sucks. (laughs) I'm getting old. Grayer every day. I'm going to be... I don't even know how old I am, Ryan. <laughs> I was born in 86. October 15th is my birthday. I might be 33. I don't know. <laughs> because I've just been watching a ton of Bon Appetit videos. Bon Appetit. <laughs> yeah, that totally wasn't run into the ground on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Memes. They're God's gift to the enemy. But... Uh, the one I've been watching is Gourmet Mix with Claire. <laughs> Just because it was on my mind, she was born in 86 also. Oh, doesn't nice. matter. But, like <laughs> I said, it's going to be cool. Any last things you want to get in there? Uh, well, if you're listening to our show right now, thank you. Uh, we're back. Uh, our supporters on Patreon uh, indeed helped us get our recording program back so hopefully this show sounds a lot better than the last one did yeah uh sorry the audio levels were blown out on the last one i was going to go back and try and edit it myself and then realize this is the least evergreen show we have ever done so there's really no point <laughs> so yeah i just sort of uh, left it thank as y'all it very is much and was like let's just worry about getting a better sounding show next time yeah um but yeah, thank you all, as always. We really appreciate your help. Um, if you are not a Patreon subscriber, do that. We'll send you a sticker. We'll give you a shout-out. And uh, get your own little special credit on the show. Uh, we still have a merch shop, which is redbubble.com slash r-r-partycast. I almost forgot what it was. It's been that long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Check out the Instagram page, uh, Facebook. Uh, follow us on everything, which is Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. I hear they're having problems, but follow us on it if that's all you use. <laughs> uh, you can also email us. Please do. Um, I have not checked our inbox in a minute. I assume there's still nothing in there. <laughs> uh, spam email, which is actually a good sign. But Yeah, we got some guy who's like, hey, uh, I can edit the show for you blah 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 and i look at his prices and i'm like no you can't <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's for people who actually can't afford to have producers yeah and don't work out of the house but no <laughs> beside well, the point so that's about all the show we got for now uh we'll be back soon with another subject to titillate and excite you uh we're gonna close with uh, right on shooting star the end to fully coolie so, uh, bye! By the way, watch those in credits. I skipped them the first few times. It's actually They're really so cool good. to see.
Whoa!